So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure your photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas you're listening to the six figure photography podcast with ben hartley where you get the positive energy you need to help you grow your business your relationships and your mindset if you need the show notes or want to check out the latest blog post visit sixfigurephotography.com Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Six Figure Photography Podcast. My name is Ben Hartley. Thank you so much for giving me your time, attention, your ear. I hope that I, I continue to earn it because I want to help you grow your business. That's why this podcast exists is to bring in amazing entrepreneurs, amazing creatives, amazing business owners, occasionally amazing photographers uh, to pour as much knowledge out there for you guys to receive. And before, look, we've got an amazing guest today. Uh, but, but before we hop over to Abby, um, I want to say thank you. I've been going through uh, iTunes and I've been reading the reviews on the podcast. And they've been like, you guys got to understand this. This makes me so happy. Like I read the stuff that you guys write and I want to say thank you. I even wanted to highlight, it's a very brief one, but this one came from Bellis and Bellis just said this. I highly recommend Ben with six figure photography. That was it. And that was all it took to make me ear to ear for the rest of the day smiling. And so thank you, Bellis. You guys, if this podcast has helped you, uh, could you do me a solid um, and hop over? Look, you could hop over to iTunes um, and leave a review. You could go to the best ways probably just pull out your phone from the back of your pocket, your iPhone, uh, right in the podcast app, you could leave a review. Otherwise, I made a little URL for you guys, sixfigurephotography.com forward slash review. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. You guys, let's dive into the content because we've got a really cool chick with us today. And I say that with so much endearment. Uh, Abby and I met at United a couple years back, um, and it's been really fun to follow along uh, and just like this this woman does so much. She is a powerhouse, you guys. I love the description on her website. Abby is the blueprint founder. She is the time-wise teacher, faith encourager, mother to everyone, entrepreneur, chauffeur, picker up of Legos, master of minutes, sideline cheerleader, dance party enthusiast, creator of big ideas for creative businesses and families, Email Ninja, can we get one more squeezed into here? An automation genius. Abby, that is, that's a lot, girl. Thank you so much for being here. How are you? Good. 
good, good. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm really pumped. So thanks for having me. This is so fun. Like I want I want to go back and remake my bio based off of yours. I love how you have picker up of Legos as a part of your qualifications. Yes, somebody somebody has to do it. Okay, I have to tell you, um, my husband is like super, super sick right now. And so I was trying so hard to be quiet last night as I was doing a couple things. And I totally stepped on a Lego and I just like bit my lip instead of screaming out. And any parent out there who has Legos, you know that if you don't pick them up, if somebody doesn't pick them up, it's so painful to step on them. So I have twin boys, but they're only a year old and they're not at Lego stage yet. Now I've got a three-year-old daughter, Abby, and my three-year-old daughter, she has a single frozen, Disney frozen Lego set. But this Disney frozen Lego set is currently uh, organized by color in individual Ziploc bags awesome. that are all then in, encased into a larger gallon size Ziploc bag. And it is gently stored away on top of her puzzle boxes. And I've got this sneaking suspicion, Abby, that it's not going to quite be the same with my twins. No, I th- seriously, there are two types of Lego people. There are the organized people and they build the kits and they like never take them apart and they just keep them perfect. And then there's like, I think they call it like a master builder who just builds with their imaginations, like wherever they take them and build all the different things. And they're so disorganized and all those things. And I have both. I have one son who is totally like builds the stuff, never takes it apart. And the other one who is just always creating new things and is so cluttery. And I have no doubt it was his Lego that I stepped on. So Abby... I definitely am the master builder. And I'm so glad that it sounds as positive as you've spun it, master builder, which really just means my desk is completely disorganized. I've got my hands in far too many things and I'm always building and breaking and building and breaking. Which are you? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think honestly, I think I'm probably a master builder because I just always want to be doing that. I just want to always be making things better and like taking things to the next like level. And I think our world is changing, especially, you know, not just in my business, but with my family, things are always changing. And so we're always like adapting to whatever those changes are. So I think, yeah, I just feel really cool all of a sudden. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Me too. This is why I'm so glad it's got such a positive spin. Like I'm not just disorganized and cluttered. I'm a master builder. This makes me feel, I'm going to tell my wife this when I get home, babe, don't worry about the socks uh, by the front door. Don't worry about the shoes. One, my right shoe outside, my left shoe inside. I'm a master builder. Exactly. <laughs> I read a thing this morning that said like two signs of genius are being cluttered and procrastinating. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I am totally a genius. This is awesome. So let's talk about some of the things that you've built. We're going to see how far we can keep this analogy going uh, throughout the rest of the podcast. No, let's, but let's actually talk about, you've built some amazing businesses, Abby. You built two six-figure um, uh, businesses uh, and then some, and I think what's really exciting is uh, you just, and maybe, maybe you'll need to correct me here, but I've just noticed you're really stepping into the blueprint. I'd love to know more about the blueprint um, and and the purpose of this. And look, we'd love to talk about any of the other businesses, but maybe let's start there because it's the one that I actually know the, the least about. Yes. What's the blueprint? So basically the blueprint, which I'm so excited um, because 
it is like the culmination of everything I have learned and experienced and been through in over a decade of business. And so I started as, you know, a single photographer, just trying to do it on my own. And I was that original hot mess express when it came to everything business and photography related. And then we evolved and I became really successful by myself. Then we built a team and became successful there. And we just the blueprint is all those things. And what it is, I'm so excited about the way that this has worked out. Um, because we launched, we launched seven summers last September. And we, you know, we had this great business plan. And we had this vision of where we were going and what we were going to do and all these things. And then just the same as I think any entrepreneur would go through, you're kind of making adjustments, and you're making shifts, and you're trying things and, and they don't really work, or they don't really fit. And the biggest thing for me always hands down with my business is, if it doesn't fit with my family, then it doesn't fit. And so we've made a lot of adjustments and that brought us to the blueprint. And what the blueprint is, is it is a 35 week course. And the way that we go through it is um, it's only 35 weeks because we take a summer break. I think it's super, super important for people to enjoy summer, especially people who are parents. You know, don't be working like a dog all the time because this is the time to like make all these amazing memories with your kids and to really be present for them. So we take a big summer break and then we also take a winter break so you can really enjoy the holidays and you're not staying up till three o'clock in the morning trying to finish your blueprint homework, but you're really being present in those important, you know, memories with your family. And so together, um, students kind of have two choices. They can either work together with us on the lessons as we're going through those 35 weeks, or they can pick and choose. All the lessons are available so they can kind of jump through it and say, oh, you know, they're focusing on lesson 18, but I'm really interested in lesson 27. So I'm going to go through lesson 27. Um, and then a lot of what I have found um, the blueprint really is centered in making things um, manageable, making them achievable, and really, really making it that you're using your time wisely. I think anyone that has met me or worked with me really would say that the heart of everything that I do is how we use our time, because time is the one thing we can't get back. We can never, you know, when we work these 18-hour days and we miss all these moments in our life and miss moments with the people that we love, we can't ever get that back. So for me, everything really comes down to the foundation of how we spend our time. Um, and I found with our students, um, people want to kind of be working alongside a community, they need accountability, um, they have a lot of questions. And so everyone that's in the blueprint also gets access to a private group, where we do a weekly Q&A. Um, we have accountability um, partners if they want that. So there really is a lot of community involvement in it, um, which I'm super pumped about. And so I'm really stoked about where we have arrived with the blueprint because it literally is, it covers pricing and workflows and systems and time management and how to achieve harmony between your business and your family and marketing and so many different things. Um, but it really is the approach that I took in making my businesses a benefit to my family and not a burden to my family and how we did that and 
all the little tips and tricks and things that we use. So, and time management's been a huge part of everything that you've you've touched. It's it's always been about time. Even like, tell us a little bit about so Seven Summers Creative. Like, tell us even about the name because I remember hearing how the name Seven Summers came about, and I was so moved. I think I was particularly moved as a parent. Um, but I'd love to hear you kind of tell more of that story. Yes. Okay. Well, I have to forewarn you. I'm a crier, so I'm going to like dig deep and hopefully not cry here. But, um, so I have a son who is 11 and when he turned 10, um, I kind of had this big emotional breakdown because in that moment, I realized that his childhood was more than half over. And when he turns 18, he's going to be off into the world and our, you know, our lives and our relationship will be different. And so at that point, I realized I had seven summers left with him and I don't want to regret any of the time that I've spent. I want to be present with him and I want to be able to just do all the things and have our summer bucket list and get all the things done. Because I really believe, I tell people this all the time, like, if you can't be there for the little moments, you're never going to be able to be there for the big moments. And I think the number one way we teach, the number one way we influence is by showing up. And of course, the people I want to teach the most are my kids. And so when we sat down and got ready to start this new business, um, we we had so many brainstorming sessions about the name. And oh my goodness, some of them were so stupid now that I think about it. But um we just started talking and it was like seven summers. And I think that kind of always keeps our eye on what is really important and what we really should be focusing on. And, you know, we, we do these sessions regularly, my team and I, that it's like simple, but significant. And what, what is the very best stuff that we can put out in the world? And we go down and, you know, the evolution of seven summers, just since we launched in September, we've launched projects and products and taken them away because this isn't the best thing we can be putting out there. And now we've got to this, you know, we've gotten to the blueprint and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is it. This was it. This was where we were supposed to get to. And, you know, I'm super excited because we built it to have this summer break. And so all our students know that. And so, you know, the first week of June, they know my time is going to be very limited because I'm going to be out hanging out with my kids and sitting at 800 baseball games and going on adventures and doing all those things because, that, you know, the sands are going through the hourglass on the time that I'm going to have with him to be able to do that. So I love this, but let's get practical. Cause I know like, I don't know. I imagine that there's so many people who are listening that are like, I, I can't afford to just like take off the summer, Abby, or like, uh, even man, I bet some people are like, I can't even afford to leave you know, the office early or, or, or to not be having my emails out at night or to not be replying on Instagram when I get that question from the bride. And so what is, I mean, how do you even begin to set up boundaries that allow for this type of presence uh, to take place? So we cover a ton of that in the blueprint, but let me tell you kind of some of the behind the scenes the scenes secrets of the summer. So first off, um, start small. Like forward is forward. And I tell people all the time, if you can be 10% better, be 10% better and then add on that and be 10% and 10% and just keep getting better. So when this, when my time really started to originally become this thing that I just felt I was constantly just wanting more and more time with my kids, because really realistically, it didn't happen 
until my oldest was like in first grade. And I think at that point it became even more present or just in front of my face because he was gone to school for seven hours a day Mm -hmm. and I missed him. And so I only had so many hours with the, in the day that I could be with him. So when I originally started, um, I stopped working on in July. I took all of July off. That was my initial first thing was that I just, I didn't work in July. That's where I started. And then my, it just all worked out and I had the weddings that I needed and I was able to get the um, work that I needed and make the money that I needed. And so then I was like, okay, well, if this works out, then um let's, let's just up it. Let's, let's make it a little bit better. And I have to mention too, that I am a big, big believer, a huge believer. If you do what is best for your family and you make the right choices for your family, God is always going to make it work out. And so I, I keep testing that and it keeps working out. And so after we did the summer of no July, we moved to, I didn't work on Saturdays. So I stopped booking weddings on Saturdays, which is a little bit crazy because a lot of brides get married on Saturdays. And all of a sudden I still had the weddings I needed and I still was making the money that I needed. And so I just constantly kept adding things in And it just kind of kept working out. And I think it was because we were making the best choices for our family. And so um, now what having an entire summer off looks like is it looks like I get up at 4.30 every morning and I get all my work done. I send off editing. um, I answer all my emails. I do all those things um, before my kids are even out of bed. And I usually, um, my kids are, my kids do chores. And so they do chores every morning that buys me a little bit of time to do anything else I might need to do. And then the reality of life, and I'm being real honest, I love my kids so much. And I I love them so much, but I don't want to be with them 24 hours a day. Like I need a break from them. They need a break from me. And so when they go to their friends, I can sneak work in. Or there are nights when it doesn't conflict with baseball schedules that I might do a few things here and there. But I'm really proud of who I am when I take that time off. And we've built a system that I can be proud of. And I think ultimately that should be the goal. I don't think there is this like magic solution to just being this like overly automated, crazy person who never, ever talks to anyone or never has to leave their house because that's not realistic. But I think with what we've built, I think that we've found kind of that balance. And so there are a lot, you know, we have insanely awesome workflows. We have automated a ton of stuff. I now have a team who helps fill in those gaps, but it really is about making that very first decision and then just keep continuing to build on those decisions until you get to this place where you're like, oh, I can take the summer off. And maybe in someone else's business, maybe it's not the summer. Maybe it's other months in the year or where I live, there's a lot of moms who, um, their kids are on year round school. And so they take off those like three to four week breaks when they're out. And then they work really hard when their kids are in school. And so depending on what your situation is and your life is and all those things, you kind of have to create, you know, what works for you. And that's a big part too, of why we named it the blueprint, because it's a blueprint, it's a pattern, and I'm going to give you all the things I have, and then you take what works for you, and you implement that into what you're doing. 
Abby, I love what we're talking about. It feels still pretty macro. Let's go micro for a second because you were talking about really big shifts. What about the the shifts minute to minute? What about like the d- digital distractions that we deal with? Um, like being present as a parent at home. Like, do you have any recommendations for like not working all the time on our devices when we're at home with our wife, with our husband, with our kids? Yes. Okay. This is like my favorite thing to talk about. You have just like, you have open Pandora's box here. Um, so I think it is all about, again, it just comes down to being 10% better. And so starting small. So where we started, we, we now live mostly unplugged, my family and I, and, um, I, love it. Love it so much. But we didn't start that way. You just can't like make, you can't jump off a cliff. You have to really kind of work into these things. So some of my favorite things. Can I, can I even pause for a second there? When you say you live unplugged, do you mean like no Wi-Fi at home? Like what does unplugged look like to you? Like define this a little bit. So we like, we're not like, we don't take our phones into restaurants. We don't talk on our phones when we're in the car together. We don't sit in front of the TV for hours on end. We don't really like my kids rarely ever play video games. Like we really have started to shift to a life where we live outside and we're present with each other. And, um, you know, so some of those things for us, like some of the starting steps involved, um, we, we started with an unplugged summer and I told my kids, I was like, okay, school's getting out and we have this huge bucket list of things. And so we're not going to, um, we're not going to be watching TV. We're not going to be doing all those things. And I really want to emphasize that it's an almost unplugged life is what we live. And so, um, so like some of some of the ways they can have technology is when they wake up in the summer. These are summer things. In the summer when they wake up, they can watch TV until 8 o'clock. And then at 8 o'clock, it's chores. And then we're off doing stuff. They're playing with their friends. They're going to swimming lessons. They're going to baseball practice. We're going out on adventures. We're doing whatever. Um, and we are huge movie family. And so when we're watching movies together, I feel like that is part of what is bonding us as a family. So for me, that's fine. Um, but we also would way rather be in our backyard playing. And so we do those types of things. But um, my kids don't have iPads. My kids don't have phones. Um, They really, we just, I just feel like you're going to be an adult for so long and you're going to have all these things in front of your face for so long that I just want to give them that time to, you know, I think about what summer was like when I was a kid or even just what life was like when I was a kid. And you lived outside and you ran around with all your friends in the neighborhood and you, you know, you didn't come home on summer nights until the light the street lights went on and those types of things. And so, um, so we really tried to limit their technology use and I'm not going to lie. We have had some battles lately. My oldest son wanted to play Fortnite, and I said, absolutely not. Like you're yes, not doing that. Fortnite, Abby. It costs, like, it's so fun. Oh no, <laughs> no, no, no. But this is, and this is where it's worked out so great too, because it's become a lot of teaching moments. Like my son had a bunch of friends whose parents were letting him play Fortnite, and they were playing it a ton and they got into some big trouble and they all got great. And not only that, but because they, he's had some friends this year who've spent so much time, not just Fortnite, but just playing video games in general, that when they all went to try out for like the comp baseball teams and things like that, his friends didn't make it. 
And he, and we had to sit down with him and we had to say, dude, the reason you made it and they didn't make it is because while they're sitting in front of video games, you're outside practicing and you're out hitting balls and you're out doing all those things to prep for the goals that you want and the things that you want. And so I think that's kind of lightened it for him a little bit, um, for him to be able to start to see when I work hard, I get the things that I want. And when I don't work hard, I don't get them. And so that's been really awesome. But, um, yeah. And so it's not this, like, it's not like my kids are 100% always on board and it's not like they're like, Oh yeah, mom. Like I bought a bunch of books about digital distractions and how to be, you know, like a tech wise family. And my oldest was like, stop reading these, like stop trying to take away all our technology. Like, so it's not always like, you know, puffy clouds over here. But um, some of the things too, as parents that we do is we have implemented like unplugged hours. So where we just really are present as a family. And those are things when we're doing homework and baths and dinner and all of those kind of things. But ultimately, we have to be setting the example. And so um, like, I don't have any phone, I don't have any games on my phone. So my kids like don't even associate a phone with games or with fun or with entertainment or any of those things. Um, we also have, this has been one of the best things for us is there is an app it's called moment. And basically what it does is it tracks the time that you spend on your phone every day. And then my husband and I, because we're both super competitive, we compare times and it's really helped us push us to be better because like, it's embarrassing. Like it's embarrassing when you get on your phone before you go to bed. And it's like, you've been on your phone for seven hours today. Like that's embarrassing. I don't want to spend that much time on my phone. And so I feel like that's really helped us, you know, kind of be more aware of what we're doing. Um, the other thing too, and I know tons of people are going to be like, uh, uh, not doing it is we actually canceled Hulu and Netflix in the last couple months. <laughs> and let me just tell you, it has not even been an issue. Like it really, I thought it would be hard cause I love TV, but I thought I was like, Oh, I can't live without Netflix. I'm just going to die. And it, I really haven't even missed it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, you're, you're talking some extreme stuff right now. So, There's some people who are like, oh, hell no, no bro. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. And I think that's where you really have to like, you have to look, I give you, you know, these are all the things we've done. And these are things that my students have done. And these are things that like our friends have done and things like that. And then you have to say, oh, okay, I can start there. Because if you would have said to me, we originally started probably becoming unplugged um, about two years ago. And if you would have told me two years ago that I would cancel my Netflix subscription, I would have laughed and walked away from you because that just wouldn't have even been realistic for me at that point because I loved it so much. And now, um, like I traded, I traded Netflix for Audible and, and I think, but we have to figure out what's important to us as a family and we just have to start somewhere and just be 10% better and continue to like grow on that. Podcast listeners, I apologize for interrupting the interview, but I just I have to give a shout out to two big supporters of the industry, two big supporters of the SFP podcast. And so I'm going to be brief here. The first is the Giphy booth. All right. So here's the deal. Uh, it is essentially a photo booth, but it is a modern, fresh, uh, new take on a photo booth. It makes animated GIFs and photographs. Now, here's the deal. I'm a working wedding photographer. I am not a photo booth owner. 
And I want you guys to understand this. This is perfect. If you are a photographer first, out shooting events, uh, portraiture, that type of thing, this booth is amazing because it requires so little work. Like I've, I've had other photo booths. I still own another photo booth, but the Giphy booth is the thing that I love because I just get to set it up in under five minutes. It, it's like a, it's the size of like a laptop bag, essentially. Um, it automates everything once you're done with an event. Uh, it's such an easy upsell. And one of the great things about it is because it takes so little overhead to actually run uh, an event that I essentially get to pass that savings on to my client. And so I can I can charge less for it, do more events and remain so much more stress-free. It also has like built-in marketing tools. You guys just need to check it out. It is called the Giphy Booth. Go check it out at giphy.com, G-I-F, yyy.com three y's g-i-f-y-y-y.com by the way use the coupon code sfp2017 for some dope discounts maybe just mention my name dude you know ben hartley sfp2017 uh is the code uh to go check this thing out i own one and i promise you i'm buying another this year as well Next up on my thank you list is Freedom Edits. You guys, look, the end of the day, you can't grow your business if you are doing everything. It's just a, it's a fact that we all have to face. And to have somebody who's doing the bulk editing, by the way, when I say bulk editing, like I get to still, you get to still choose to edit the photographs that you want to edit, the beautiful portfolio shots, the stunning bridal portraits, whatever it is that you get excited about, please keep editing that. But all of the bulk stuff that slowly kills your soul please go check out Freedom Edits and have them take care of it because they're going to give you consistent results with personal touch. This is the thing. It's the personal touch. Like the intentional decisions that that uh, Freedom Edits, by the way, in-house editors, not like outsourced, in-house editors make, I freaking love because they're actually making intentional creative decisions and not just doing these like robotic choices where you get images back and you're like, why did they expose for that? They like, like any normal creative would have understood that there was an off-camera flash and and done this right. Freedom Edits will do it right, you guys. I freaking love them. Go check out Freedom Edits. By the way, uh, it's freedomedits.com forward slash Ben Hartley. That's where you need to go. Freedomedits.com forward slash Ben Hartley. They're going to give you the first full wedding free, you guys. Again, just mention my name, Ben Hartley. They're going to give you the first full wedding free. Like, do you want to save a couple days this week? Then go do this right now. Freedomedits.com forward slash Ben Hartley. All right, let's get back to the show. Are there any other, I mean, I'm just imagining again, the solopreneur, the business owner who's um, who's just kind of running this through in their mind, even myself, Abby, like just to be real, like I'm running this through my mind. Um, and it's, it just seems so in, like, I don't want to use the word impossible. Um, but like as the business owner, as the one who's moving the needle, and I guess I would love to hear a little bit more about maybe some of the support systems that you have. Like, I love the idea of the moment app. Are there any other tools that you're using? Um, uh, or even just maybe whether it be a, an actual app or a tool, um, or even just a, a, a tactic or a strategy, um, or a mantra that you kind of roll in your mind throughout the day to remind you or, or to help when it gets hard. So I think 
I think that probably, okay, so some of the tools that I love is we are big fans of Sprout Studio. We do all of our um, workflows and automation and template emails and all those types of stuff. We do all of that through Sprout Studio. And the reason that we chose Sprout Studio was because it was one system that did everything. It does galleries, it does ordering, it does um, client management, it does contracts, payments, like the whole shebang, galleries, all of it. It does all of it. So to have one system that did everything was a really good move for us. Um, along with that, and it's funny because this is exactly what we're covering in the blueprint right now, is that we took the time to use that system to its fullest capacity. I meet with people all the time who are like, oh yeah, I'm paying for you know Sprout Studio or ShootQ or Tave or one of the other millions of other options. And they're like, but I only use it for this. And I'm like, well, why would you pay for something if you're not going to really use it? Like, that just makes no sense to me. So we really sat down and we took the time to make sure that we had fully automated everything that we could. And I'm really big, obviously, in tracking my time. And we figured out when we very first implemented a system like that, we were saving about 20 hours per client. Hmm. And that opened the door for us to be able to book more clients, make more money and all those things. But we had to sit down and we had to take the time to, you know, map out the workflows and write the template emails and doing all those things, which luckily Blueprint students get all of ours. So they're at least 10 steps ahead there. But um, another system that we really, really love is called Monday. And it is a task and project management system. And especially if you... um if you are working with a team or working with other people, that has streamlined and just saved us so much time and made us so much more efficient because we're able to communicate as a team within this system and we're able to update each other and track progress of things. Like I love Monday so much. Um, the, the app is called Monday? So it's like a, yeah, it's like a software and it's called Monday. So it'd be kind of like Trello or Asana, but it's, it's like Trello or Asana on hyperdrive. Yes, exactly. And so, um, so we have really, really loved Monday that has helped us a ton. Um, other things that we did that are just such simplistic things was we keep all of our documents in Google drive. So anybody that is on our team can access anything from anywhere. I can't even tell you before I got smart, how many times this was like, pre-getting smart, pre-team, I would call my husband and be like, hey, I need you to go downstairs into my office and get on my computer and click on this folder and click on this folder and click on this and then open that document and like read to me what it says. <laughs> and now that we keep everything in Google Drive, we no longer have to do that. Um, we also moved everything to Dropbox, which was really helpful too. Because then anybody... And Google Drive? Yes. Yeah, so we keep... So why, why both? Because we can't keep like clients photo files in Google Drive because they take too long to download. And so anything that is like an InDesign file or a raw file or those types of like image type things, we keep all those in Dropbox. And then we keep... um, like different documents and editable things like that in Google Drive, especially 
it has been awesome with our consulting clients because they can go in there and they can ask questions and make notes and things like that. So, but I think so much of that bringing in systems and really starting to utilize systems in the very best ways, it just starts to shave off minutes and it starts to just shave little pieces here and there and you start to get your life back. Um, I think some of the things too that we've done that have made it a lot more manageable is keeping ourselves, like keeping each other accountable. And so I'm keeping my husband accountable. He's keeping me accountable. Our 11 year old is keeping everybody accountable. But my <laughs> team, seriously, he's like the third parent and he knows it. Um, but like my team members, they're keeping every, because I wrote in my bio, I'm the big ideas person. And we have someone on our team who's like, Abby, we're focusing on this big idea. We can't start another big idea until this big idea is done. And I need so, somebody to tell me that. Yes. And it's been so great to have some of that accountability or to be, you know, to say like, we're wasting time here. Like this is a time waste. This has become a drain for us. Um, we, and we do that in our reviews and some people who if you're if you're like a one man show, you just got to find a friend and you've got to start pairing up and start doing that for each other because pre team I had a I had an industry friend, she was a photographer that lived in a neighboring city to me and we did that for each other. And we talked through things and we would kind of have these like weekly powwows of what's going well and what's not going well and what's working and what's not working. And, you know, she would come across ideas that were beneficial to me and I would find ideas that were beneficial to her. And so you just kind of have to find somebody that's going to help you stay smart and help you kind of keep moving forward. Um, another big thing, and this is huge, I talk about this a ton in the blueprint is you really have to take the time to analyze what you're doing and figure out if it's actually working. And I think this especially applies to marketing. I can't even tell you how many people I work with that are just wasting hours upon hours upon hours and sometimes money pouring into things that aren't producing results. And so for us, one of the things in 2018 that we did was we started to really look back and analyze our Instagram and was it beneficial to us and was it making a difference and was it bringing in enough clients? And when we started to compare our inquiries, which we average about 700 inquiries a year in our photography business, and we started to see that only 5% of our inquiries were coming from Instagram. And so we took a bold move because I knew it would be the best thing for our business and the best thing for my family and my time. And we deleted our Instagram account. So our studio-based, photography-based Instagram account, I just deleted it. And it has not stopped our pace at all because we took the time that we were putting into that and we put it into Pinterest, which Pinterest has been huge for us. And so we have to sit down and we have to analyze, you know, what are the things that are actually working and what are the things that we can let go of? Um, two other systems that this just like came in my mind, two other systems that I really love when it comes to marketing, we use both Tailwind and co-schedule. And they have helped us to really, really automate and keep all of our marketing going without me having to manually do it every day. One of the things I love about... What, what is Tailwind? So Tailwind you can use um, for both Instagram and Pinterest. 
and um, you go in and you pre-schedule. So tell for Instagram, it's similar to maybe like later or Planoly or something like that. Um, but we chose to stay within Tailwind because it also did Pinterest, which we love so much. Um, and so you'll, but, and it auto posts, so it can auto post for you. That's like a new feature now that a lot of those, um, schedulers will do is they'll auto post for you. Um, so, um, we use that for both our Instagram scheduling and our Pinterest scheduling. And because Pinterest is such a big thing for us, which really Pinterest should be big for every person who is, an in any kind of creative visual field, because that's essentially what Pinterest is. Um, we pin 50 pins a day and I don't know any person on the planet who has time to manually pin 50 pins a day. Most of us don't even have time to pin one pin a day. And so by utilizing Tailwind, we are constantly putting out new content, which we usually schedule um, a quarter at a time. So like it's about to run out in June. Um, but we still every single day are getting inquiries from Pinterest. And that's something that I can sit down and I can take a couple hours every quarter, fill it up, get it ready, make it awesome. And then I don't ever have to think about it again. Uh, we need to have you back on to talk about Pinterest. Yes, I love Pinterest <laughs> so much. I I am like, seriously, everyone's over here like Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. And I'm like, no, Pinterest, team Pinterest over here. I love Pinterest so much. Oh, and it's it. so easy and you can pre-schedule it and it is, it's great for your SEO. It's great for Google. Like it's so, it has so many benefits. So yes, I love pictures so much. Like we're literally, we're going to literally schedule your next episode to come back. Awesome. Like, right, yes. like right when, as soon as we, as soon as we do the outro, we're going right into scheduling your next time. Yes, back. I love Pinterest so much. That is awesome, Abby. Look, you, so, I mean, so much what we're talking about too is, is this, um, it's managing your time on not just your computer, but your time on your phone, your time on all the social media apps. Um, you have, and we, we've been talking about some of this accountability. You have like a challenge that you have for the listeners. Is that correct? Like a, like a, a free challenge to take them through with dealing with all these digital distractions? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we actually have, um, it's getting, we're kind of revising it a little bit right now, but it will be, it's basically like a three week email challenge and you get a new email every day that just says, try this. And like, it's baby steps. It is literal baby steps. And for me, and really realistically, when I decided, so what kind of was the catalyst of us moving to be more of an unplugged family was that I went to this meeting at my church and they started to share some statistics of really kind of scary things. And that's like a whole nother day, a whole nother talk, but really scary statistics of how technology affects our kids and their brains and their nervous systems and how early they're having access to things that no parent wants them to have access to on the internet. And so I came home and I was like, I just felt so just so overwhelmingly as a parent that we had to make cho like changes in our family. And the reality of life, I was the worst offender because I own a business that is hugely based online. And so I was spending a ton of time online, but so we just started with baby steps and we just started kind of stepping back from things and taking back our time. And that first summer that we were mostly unplugged it was the best summer we had ever had as a family. We did so many things together and we spent so many like 
hours upon hours in our backyard, just being together, that all of a sudden these things that I thought we couldn't live without, you know, having Netflix and having all these things like, and watching TV all the time and like being on social media and all these things, they just stopped mattering because I was just so enjoying the time with my family. And I also started to notice, you know, cause I was trying really hard with other people is when I would go to lunch with friends or when I would be in groups, you know, um, like networking and stuff, I would, I would really just try to stay off my phone. And it's like crazy sometimes where I'm like, I'm the only person in this conversation who isn't on their phone. And I just, I felt like I became happier. Um, I think we all are prone to a little bit of depression or whatever. And all those things, they kind of, because I was making more human connections, they were kind of going away. And so the benefits started to far outweigh anything we lost. And so this challenge that we're doing, it just, it gives you like baby steps of places to start and, you know, just how you can just start to be just a little bit better. And then I think people get obsessed with it and they just see how great the benefits can be. And so they just keep adding to it and keep growing on it until they are finally ready to like cancel their Netflix. (laughs) Abby, where can people find you online? Check out the blueprint, dig into this content. So the best place to go is right to um, the class page. And we'll put that link in the notes. It's theblueprint.sevensummers.com. No, sevensummerscreative.com. But it has all the details and it lists out all the information so you can see everything that's there. Um, There is a preview of everything. So that really is... Um, the best place to check it out. And you're going to know if you go there and you're, you're either going to be like, yes, this is for me. Or you're going to be like, no, this is not for me. And that's okay. But that will really give you like the best indication of whether or not the blueprint is the right thing for you. I love it. You guys go check it out. I'll have all the links down below in the show notes. Abby, were you going to hook some people up here with with uh, for signing up for the blueprint with a little code action? Yes. So if you use the code Ben's friend, then you can get three hundred dollars off the lifetime access. And the reason you want the lifetime access is this: inside our vault, you not only have access to every single lesson, but you also get my step by step workflow guide, which includes all ten workflows that we use in our business. You get all of my template emails you get my contract templates, you get my questionnaire templates. Basically, if it's a document that we use in our business, you get it. So it has my pricing and information guides, my session prep guides, all of it. All of it is there. You also get any of our awesome guest teachers that have come on or taught or have offered um, little micro classes and things. That's where all those live as well. And so you get access to all of that. So it's $300 off. The code is better at, no, Ben's friend. We're going to do Ben's friend and you get $300 off. So love it. Ben's friend. Ooh, Ben's that's friend. good. I'm going to use that all the time. <laughs> Ben's friend. Abby, this has been so fun. Like it's been so fun to hear you talk, talk so freely, talk so um, passionately about this. Like it just rolls off. Like it's, it's at this point, you're kind of so deep and you can just tell, uh, 
And that's not always the case having someone on the podcast. This was like the least uh, laborious task for you to do. And that's so encouraging because I know it's real for you. I know this is something that you're like walking the walk in, not just telling people go and put your phones away when you're at home. Uh, And I'm encouraged by that. I really feel challenged by this. I hope you guys feel challenged by this as listeners. And I know that it's not going to be everything. It's not going to be everything we talked about today uh, with Abby. It's not going to be everything that Abby's doing. But it's just like she, it's it, even if there's just a nugget, if there's something that I think we pull from this and we do to spend more time with our kids, more spend time with our husbands and wives, um, I think we're going to be better. Uh, I'm excited. I really am. Abby, we're going to keep talking. Hey, we need to talk about Pinterest next. Um, but that's for after the in- outro. You guys, listeners, thank you again. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I really do appreciate you. I want to invite you to hop over to YouTube. Uh, we're being super active on YouTube. For those of you who don't know, we just brought in a full-time content creator to be producing video content nonstop all week long for you guys. So head over to YouTube because it's about to, to storm. It's about to pour down more content to help you guys out, to help you grow your business, to help, to help you grow your self-worth, to help you grow your relationships. And so head over to YouTube, Six Figure Photography. Leave me some comments. Leave me some love because I'm going to read it and I'm going to reply back. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you over on YouTube or the next episode of the SFP podcast. Podcast.